Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, welcome to a, well, I guess the second official episode, yeah. although if we include the pilot, it's three. It's three. Feedback's been really good? Uh, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> we, had some, we had some friends who were upset. Yes, they, they're not happy with accents. They're <laughs> not happy with length. Also, you're, I don't think you're liberal enough for Pakistan, Fasi Zaka. I, I agree. I, I believe that my Pakhtunness is also in question. Yours is actually probably at a higher level than mine. You are shame on you. Shame on me. But <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting. We've got a limited reach. But a lot of people have sent interesting things. Our friend, he's just sent us like a correction as well. You know, you've said that the Punjab doesn't take uh, Pakhtun displaced people. لیکن جو اندرونی شہر ہے وہ کہہ رہے ہیں کہ کافی ناٹ نیسیسرلی فورس مائگریشن بٹ وہ جو اکنامک مائگریشن ہو رہا ہے وہ لاہور میں بھی ہو رہا ہے اور اندرونی شہر میں ہاں great ideas coming in from people. But as we were planning this episode, yes. I received a phone call yeah. from uh, a young man yeah. named Umar Parvez, yes. who A, is a very, very dear friend, yeah. but B, is kind of a, like a lesser known legend in Pakistani music. But the band is legendary. It truly is. Yeah. So Umar Parvez is the founder and lead guitarist for the band that used to be called, that, that was Call. Call the band. Call the band. <laughs> uh, so instead of call the band, Umar Praveh yeah. called me while we were planning this. So I said to Umar, uh, with Fasi's permission, uh, I said, why don't you just come down and, you know, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah. So uh, Umar Praveh, you're the first ever guest on this podcast. By the, by the way, the name of the podcast is also under... It's under review. <laughs> well, under consideration we should actually no okay, I, I there mean, was just too much ego massaging in the existing name <laughs> well i think it wasn't enough ego massage i think we should have the full name the full name sayyid musharraf ali sayyid sayyidullah zakaullah khan zakaullah khan khanam janam sanam so uh, anyway welcome to this uh, to this thing that we're doing. Yeah, uh, thanks guys. Uh, and thanks for, thanks for showing up and, and thanks for being a part of this. We're really grateful, if that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> so Fasi, why don't you guys have, so you guys have some connections, yeah. but this is really the first time you guys are formally meeting. Yeah. yeah. Why, don't you, why don't you kick off? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think um, one of the things that we wanted to discuss, and that's probably something that Musharraf will bring up, is that we were discussing leaving Pakistan, because you're now yeah. in Australia, yeah. and we've seen a lot of talented artists about what it means to be an artist in Pakistan. And some are, are like, if you look at it nowadays, a lot of the art is art that we appreciate because somebody else abroad has appreciated it. Like, oh, yeah, you look yeah. at Sami Shah, yeah. you look at um, you well, know, some of our artists. The, the, the greatest Nusrat. example? No. Well, Nusrat was the original gold standard. Yeah. We only start like all the buggers and the bankabobs only started listening to Nusrat because Peter Gabriel really yeah. liked him, right? Yeah. And then Bollywood used them as 
Uh, absolutely, but the other, the big, the big example for me is Charmaine Bad Genoi. Yeah, who's like, I mean, second Oscar nomination. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, I agree. It's, it's incredible. I agree. And so, I just wanted to ask a question before we go into you know some of the things that we've already told you we wanted to discuss. But I just had a music question that yeah. I thought I'd ask you. And so, I used to do a TV program long time ago on music. But us uh, me, you know, we were really gold leaf rhythm with them. Rhythm with them. <laughs> 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 no, what was the name of the On the Fringe was going to be. Of course it was ah, On the Fringe. Ah, that was my way of saying stop being fake, uh, fake humble and, ah, and name the show. Ah, <laughs> so anyhow, but in that time, like, you know, we were fairly aggressive with um, musicians and acts because they had the potential to be really big. And I, I, I imagine if I did it today, I wouldn't be like that because... Okay. Music jo potential hai and sort of the return and what it means to be a struggling artist has suddenly changed and it's not just in Pakistan, all over the world. So now two things that I thought I'd ask you as a musician. One is that so they've done this research over the past 10-15 years as the internet has become really diffuse. That your mainstream songs, they've become less complex over time. They have a simple hook. And the other thing is... Haan, and the other thing is that the uh, aggregation is like pehle you could get into the top 10. Aajkal if you look at the billboard charts, so in Pakistan, mein bhi, informally, I can tell that you have a Dell in the top 100 for a year. You have seven of her songs at once, and it's been in which shows that it's been collective consciousness mein aaj kal aa hai. Yeah. like for those struggling to make it and all that so yeah. I, I'm just wondering okay, like you've seen that era you've yeah. seen this new one and do you feel that music will be because I don't seen think bad. it's just a feel music bad, to, bad. Uh, <laughs> music is seen bad seen bad, bad, <laughs> seen bad. so I just uh, thought I'd ask you about that uh, music uh, well in two words or three words, music or four words, maybe music has seen bad. Five words. Five words. Music has seen bad. And. Yeah, second. Yeah, there are some mechanics. Music has seen bad. You have to do it rhythmically. It's because there are pentatonic. Pentatonic guitar. No, I was saying harmonic. Pinch. You got a pinch before that. Pinch. There's no pinch. There's no pinch harmonic in the voice. Yeah, look, it's it's and you're you're right to you know observe that it's bad all across. Huh. It is. It's it 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 sucks. Huh. You know, this can be bleeped out. I'll do it for you. Huh. But yeah, okay. Uh, is allowed. Six is allowed. Huh. Okay, I'll say it a few more times. Then. Huh. But like in yeah, and I'll uh, avoid the other ones. But the thing is that the really surprising thing is uh, that you get to see you hear about it club scene and you know all these huh. under supposedly underground. I mean, I've been it wasn't there was no underground basically mm. because that was just a bunch of kids who wanted who could afford to make that music. type of music mm. get out and play gigs they weren't losing any time or money mm. either they shifted to the mainstream mm. like we see a lot of examples mm. i can name them but you know we already know that uh, i see you were here in america when you quit music when you realize that you're not going right you take a waitressing job or whatever yeah you become a banker you can, <laughs> you can, no, you can sw- uh-huh. swap at any point uh-huh. or in your in your life. Have you tried waitressing as an alternative to your music career? Surprisingly, uh, I've made more money in a couple of gigs, uh, actually just one gig in Australia than I ever did in Pakistan. All the gigs put together. Right. But maybe because of the Aussie dollar being stronger at that time, but 
still, you know, it was just one gig and I had like, I was like, huh? I'm going to say it. Yeah. I was like, there's no yeah. other way of saying it, but, uh, you know. You have to do it. Yeah. It's awful. Our, our podcast is going to be littered with beeps. It's yeah. awful. Beeps. Anyway, yeah. go on. Anyways, like, there's this, there's this middle ground sort of thing where people make their, make enough money out of it. Huh. Just doing gigs, touring the, you know, middle ground sort of circuit, just the club circuit. And some people choose not to go into the mainstream huh. in, in Australia and the same, same way uh, in other places as well. Uh, well hold on, isn't that like a, no, isn't that like people who can't get in the mainstream then sort of start claiming پاکستان میں پاکستان کا تھوڑا بہت جو انکم چلا رہا ہے سنگنگ 
बट यू नो वो होता है स्लाइड चेंजेस कि अच्छा यार ये गाना नहीं चलेगा ये चलेगा वैन यू नो इस तरह की इंटरफेरेंस जब वो नहीं शुरू हो जाए तो वो बहुत बड़े उसके कॉन्सिक्वेंसेज होते हैं we're talking about sort of this is kind of the umar pervez critique or sort of observations on on the music scene but let's just step back for a second like why did you leave pakistan because as you know like at a personal level hmm. this is this is becoming quite like oh, I, i'm getting really irritated with the, my the friends like everybody leaving leave. like uh-huh. literally in the last so 3 I'm months the, yeah, like four of my close friends I'm, I'm, packed up and left mere apne yaar a lot of people i don't you mean karte kaise ye itna aasan kyu hai like back up and leave ha huh? uh, How, how do you do it you have to like wait i mean my father i'm asking for a friend well <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm a, i'm a weirder case because my dad did it right oh, and, oh, and, yeah. and and you came back uh, i, I oh, guess if you could call it that yeah, yeah. i mean i you know i came yeah. you know, back as well because yeah. i came like a couple of times right? like i mean better but but my but like it was pretty good for you it was it was great <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I really think that the, that beat thing, we're going to need that beat thing. And I knew this was a bad idea. When I when I picked up the phone, I knew this was a bad idea. But anyway, मुझे बट आई वॉज द लास्ट गाइड टू थिंक अबाउट इंडिया जिन्होंने जाना था हमारे साथ के बैचेस के एन सी ए और देर प्लानिंग इट आउट फ्रॉम बैचलर मतलब अभी उनका शायद उससे भी पहले से So you didn't have that. You were I never had that. You had your own place. You were making and you were doing session music and oh. you were doing your graphic design and it was great. Oh. And I used to work for Salman Taseer at one point in time. Yeah, I started my multimedia career with uh, Salman Taseer at yeah. um, Worldcorp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worldcorp yeah. Media Multi. Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, you know, sync software doing yeah, also yeah. multimedia stuff, but असल में आई गॉट इन टू द ब्रॉडकास्ट थिंग इज वेल राइट आई वॉज वर्किंग फॉर जियो वर्किंग फॉर एक्सप्रेस एंड ऑन द साइड आई से इट विद पॉलिसी टू सुल्तान खानी साहब लेकिन थिंग इज के Yeah, you had a good career. It was getting right? better, and yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. and I had the music thing going on the side. So then, well. please, like, what's the suspense? Why did you leave? Yeah, thing, masla, ha. But it, 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 it's, it's an incident that you can't basically. Uh, I mean, I haven't come to terms with it, honestly. You know, abhi tak, abhi bhi agar koi baat hoti hai, to bada disturbing hota hai. My son got kidnapped. Okay, na. Right. Like one day, I get up and in the morning, I'm uh, getting ready to get to work, and. Uh, Find out that he didn't get it. You know, he can't. We can't find where he. he just, they just went out, uh, stepped out of the house for a bit, and they just uh, bache khelne ke liye baar gaye. Both my sons, and they we couldn't find uh, one of them. Like for a lot of days, half an hour, forty-five, one hour, and then instead of leaving for work, I started looking for them, and that's when it starts hitting you. Okay, yeah, this is. 
where is he? But like, mm-hmm. is he alright? Or you know, stuff like that. And um, then finally, when you find out, is the worst probably moment of your life is when you get that phone call that we have your son. And honestly speaking, us uh, wakat bhi assets decide nahi hua tha ki we're okay, we're going to move out. Then we go through the whole thing of getting him back, paying Dan some money, and you know, dealing with the authorities or Osara mm-hmm. searching and everything. Mushkil ho jata hai, but bahut rehna. After having dealt with all of that, you're like, you know, what? How secure are we? How secure are my children? अपनी तो इतनी फिक्र नहीं होती आपको आप कहते यार यू नो आई डन सम स्टूपिड शिट इन माय लाइफ एंड यू यू नो सम ऑफ इट तो बच्चों पे जब आती है ना तो फिर आपका बिल्कुल फर्क होता है यार I mean that was the security angle and then obviously there's a, there's a sort of healthcare and and uh, like I know that in your case that that was the compounding do you want to talk about that we, yeah yeah no problems uh oh yeah that he he was born i don't know if he was born with deafness or he got in that state later on in his life like early uh, age mein but uh, he we found out hmm. um, around <coughs> when he was nearing 3 that he couldn't hear at all like he could partial hearing the uh major uh hearing loss through medication or something or and that i would really like like to you know use this opportunity to say ke agar if you're getting antibiotics for your kids you got to be very careful because yeah. a lot of antibiotics can destroy the inner ear yeah and it can cause i mean for you know just put, putting the word out if Now, and this is and this is coming from like an NCA like qualified like architect yeah. you know highly educated you know offspring you of educated people uh, you can't do that huh? I mean I'm just saying like imagine right. I mean the reason I wanted to mm-hmm. poke around mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful that you've been so candid with mm-hmm. sort of something that's that mm-hmm. personal oh, but I, I always think that that you know if you think about it like the I mean it's horrifying at one level right that mm-hmm. human security like not knowing where your kid is and not knowing that you can knowing that there's stuff out there in the world there's technology and and medicine and doctors and therapists that can help your kid yeah. but not having them within like a mile or 10 miles or 15 miles or 100 miles or 1000 miles and having to go all the like australia is like 12 hours away from dubai like and you got to get 3 hours like it's a long way away you should have seen me when i landed here man i was a zombie i I've been up for like 26 hours and I I mean it's on the moon like yeah. Australia it, it, is literally it's like that far away uh, like why would somebody get up and leave the other person uh, I thought about Jamena uh, Tujubalayana so I I said to Fasi uh, uh, like Sami Shah who's yeah. like well, I think like a bit of a national treasure right like in the sense funny guy uh and and probably at some level I think could have been and I think still can be like one of the great sort of comics coming out of Pakistan. Yeah. Ah. I mean we have Kumail Nanjiani in yeah. in, uh, in California. Yeah. We have Sami and we have a couple other dudes here. Mashallah so so much talent. Yeah. But yeah. Sami also Danish is doing great. People, animation people. Danish. Yeah. He's doing really well yeah. as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. animators kitne like this uh, uh Mir Zafar Ali I'd like to mention the guy who who's won I don't know how many Oscars. I think he's won more than one Oscar yeah, on, no, on the animation team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, like being yeah. on the But you know I've, I I find it just before going into that I think I've known about two three people who've actually moved abroad uh, not for this particular mm-hmm. reason but because their children have either Asperger's or they have autism yeah, yeah. I know. and and I think um, it's very interesting in disability jo hai Pakistan mein like if you go uh, abroad at least in the UK and the US I've found ke uh, 
they're out there they're like you can't ignore it you've got seats you've got aur pakistan mein bahut jo cheap cheeze bhi hain wo nahi kiya like a ramp for a massive ha theek hai kitna mushkil 15000 rupaye theek hai na jo aap ek apartment complex mein dal sakte hain dusra ye hai ki sharam log ghar mein bhi rakhte hain because there's it's very interesting the paradox the paradox is cousin marriage mein logo ko genetics ka koi wo nahi hota lekin if there's a disability छुपाओ बिकॉज लोग इस पर शादी नहीं करते एंड इट्स ऑड के यू नो दिस पैराडॉक्स सॉर्ट ऑफ एग्जिस्ट चूजिंग वन ओवर दी अदर के एक ठीक है दूसरा नहीं है और सो आई जस्ट वॉन्ट बिकॉज पाकिस्तान में ये भी है सो आई वन माई फ्रेंड्स राइट ही इज विजुअली एम्पेयर और उसने मुझे एक दफ़ा एक कहानी की एंड लाइक आई लव ही लिवज इन अमेरिका तो उसने कहा कि मैं जब पाकिस्तान में होता यार मेरा सर ये खपाते हैं जो लोग हैं आई एम लाइक वट इज़ इट सो आई एम वॉकिंग विद माई केन ठीक है ना कोई मुझे रोक लेगा राइट दिल स्टॉप माई आम एंड आई एम वंडरिंग के यार वॉट नहीं बट दिस इज इट लाइक इवन द सिम्पतीज रॉन्ग इज भाई आपने इसका कभी इलाज करवाया ठीक है ना वो कहते नहीं जी पार्टी से फुर्सत हो तो मैं इलाज करवाऊँगा He's wearing his dark sunglasses. His game. He's driving. Actually, life is so cute. If I could just leave the women, the drinks, everything, I will get my eyes. Sorted. Yeah, but just explain because uh, I think uh, there might be viewers who didn't who didn't follow that. Yeah. I mean, what you're saying essentially is, even when people empathize, their their measure of empathy or their yeah. their construct, the, the way they formulate that empathy uh, is. Is lacking empathy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, the other thing is like from. But isn't that another friend of mine? Sorry, I'll just quickly yeah, say. Was yeah, yeah. it? So he's also visually impaired. So he said it. Yeah. The thing that gets to me is after a while, and they're trying to be nice. Hmm. Is that yeah, you hips it. Okay, na. And oh. his problem with that is actually it's also a trend. Like people uh, who are blind, uh, if you go oh, to madrasas or whatever, like they say that like. This is like uh, in sort of the peripheries or ye. So that's the point. Hai. Like he is a Muslim. Wo, he likes it. He says, "Why is this the duty you've put to me? Because you think I can't live a full life." Okay, na? And he says, "So for him, it's two things. It's like your religion that you're uh, entrusting to me is because you want to live a full life, and you don't think that's compatible with your life. And two." that you don't think i could live a full life so i must do this and so it's very interesting in terms of what we say to people as sympathy and how offensive it can be yeah sure condescending ha huh. condescending exactly oh, but, but but you know western societies weren't like born with the consciousness of how to treat disabled i agree people. i agree and i think that this is not and it's <laughs> exactly right they're, they're, and it's relatively recent also it is recent huh. i think uh The Americans with Disabilities Act was, I think, 1983. Was during, I think, it was during, uh, during Reagan. But I could be wrong. Maybe that's the FMLA. The point being, it's it's relatively recent. The the kind of federal level sort of legal sort of implications, you know, of a, of a society becoming conscious of its duty towards towards the disabled. And I think it's part and parcel of like a broader human empathy. Like I don't think you can get. Like a solution for the disabled, without a whole host of other solutions coming in at the same time. Like I think yeah. people's sensitivity to these things yeah. is born out of a broader, larger sort of a consciousness yeah. about society's dues yeah. to society yeah. and the state's responsibilities and obligations to society. If just quickly, just two things. I mean, 
But if you look at the history of Pakistan, and we have actually made some progress. So we do have schools for the hearing impaired. We do have specialized schools. But it's interesting. It's because actually one of Pakistan's most hated figures did that because his daughter had yeah. a problem, Zayul Haq. Yeah. And whatever that we've sort of moved on is based on his legacy. It's actually the one positive legacy that he's left for us. Probably you should prepare for like a, a barrage of criticism. Uh, okay, fine. Okay. 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 With all my opinions about General Zia, as strong as they are, but this one huh. I can't disagree with because that's, that's the way it was done. I mean, none of the others who... Even that's a commentary though, right? Like, I mean, even that's a commentary that like it takes like a dictator's daughter to be disabled to have public policy and responses to the disabled. I mean, I I think that's... I'm I'm not sure we should celebrate... Like, that's not something... Like, I'm kind of wondering, should we be celebrating that or should we... I understand the point you're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agreed. And, you know, in sort of a parallel to that, uh, I feel sometimes that, you know, some of the early uh, years of General Musharraf were the best that I've lived through in Pakistan. But am I happy about that? I'm not mm. sure because he's a dick. He came... You feel guilty about that. feeling good. You yeah. know? Uh, welcome, so welcome to the life of a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we're all Catholics, really. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, we, we really all are. I mean, uh, the Abrahamic tradition uh, continues. Our Jewish cousins, uh, our Christian cousins, uh, and us. I mean, uh, guilt, so uh, guilt runs through. The second through. thing is yeah. that one of the reasons we also don't get in the not is our polling booths, they're inaccessible. So you've also got, like, our... Estimation is that we've got a very high level of disability, you know, people with disabilities in Pakistan. We don't really measure them or a lot of them are away, but it's a small thing. Kuch cheezein can be done easily. Like yeah. in a school, chota sa ramp, making the booth a bit wider. Chota sa, at least if they start getting into the voting thing, thoda baut, I, I, I think I'm probably overestimating it, but mm-hmm. it's an area because if you see who is disenfranchised in this country. We know that there are some underprivileged. They'll stop yeah. some women in some areas from yeah. voting. Yeah. But this is now both men and women, large scale, yeah. they can't vote. Yeah. No, there's lots of uh, such inadvertent structural discrimination. Yeah. Opie, like uh, Omar, uh, you know, we're talking about sort of, you know, uh, you sort of the music scene and, and your experience of it and your take on it and then kind of the very specific personal reasons that you left because of I mean one thing that I was thinking while Opie was telling us about you know his personal experience was gay if you didn't have the ability financial or otherwise of essentially getting up and packing up and taking yeah. off like imagine how many hundreds Thousands, hundreds of thousands of parents, just like you, who love their kids just as much as you do, who have no doors. They don't have the the ability. Like they don't understand the process, man. Simple as that. They don't know. They don't understand language, English language, enough to understand the process of. No, but I'm saying even if they understood it, like they can't afford they a plane ticket. Huh. Forget, forget about getting huh. getting there. Huh. Like getting to Lahore is a, huh. right. I mean, Absolutely. it's a big challenge. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And you think about the scale that that's probably happening at, and then you think about kind of you know sometimes I think it goes back to kind of the political discussion that we always tend to have fussy. You know, it's really easy to get all huffy and righteous about people not being invested in democracy and people being like unnecessarily upset with the political parties mm-hmm. and just upset generally. Mm-hmm. 
you put yourself in a situation of that level of helplessness mm -hmm. and then you ask somebody, hey, how do you feel about the 18th Amendment? That institutional, <laughs> that institutional big step. That, <laughs> I know, I know. And the guy's like, no, my kid can't hear. Yeah, yeah. My other kid got, got kidnapped yeah. and I can't speak English yeah. so you're making up this sentence for me <laughs> because I can't even, like, you can't even hear what I'm saying. Ah, right? Like, it's that, I mean, that's... There's a massive yeah. distance between, yeah, what... What, what's happening in the you know legislative process and what people actually want or what they're looking for. How does it work in the country? How does it work in your new country? I mean, yeah, what, what's I, the thing well, that I struck you the most about that place? Well, different, but it's different things in different phases. When you get there, it's different. You just look at the place and it's nice and clean. And Hmm. There's a lot of beats there, but uh, what community? <laughs> <laughs> but then you know you look at other stuff and you're like, oh, the city is beautiful. There's so much art, graffiti, this and that. But one of the things was body basics. Cheese, you know, I took a picture of it and put it up on Facebook. I was like, no power required or something like that. There's a you put out your bins huh. and there's a truck that comes out that you know the the, huh. the, the garbage truck. They come in, they pick up your bins, they clean it, they empty it, and they leave the bins and they they go away. You don't need to make a phone call for that to happen. Right. You don't need anything. You don't need to call the mayor or anybody. And the maximum that you have to deal with government is the mayor of your council and different councillors in your area. That's it. Kisi ko, you know, chief minister saab ki... But that means they, they had an 18th amendment at some point in time. Maybe they did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, it's a tough comparison. Yeah. I always see people say, oh, in Norway, it's like this. I was I like, bro, I Norway is like Gulshan. Like, it's got, the whole country has got as many people as Gulshan. Yeah. I, keep, I keep drawing people's attention in Australia to this, that there's, look, you guys have the population of Karachi. Karachi. I mean, it's Maybe ridiculous. less than that. Yeah. Mm. Maybe less than <laughs> yeah, that. That's ridiculous. You're the size of the United States. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the whole continent. Yeah. Maybe they're bigger. I, I think they're the same size. Yeah. But, you know, the population is one-tenth of the United States, at, at least. So, uh, obviously, you've got a lot more, you know, going for you than not. One of the reasons I like Australia was, you know, when I visited once, uh -huh. and, you know, I mean, the winning attitude and the competitiveness, just as a culture, and, you know, people say, why are Australians good at sports? Yeah. I mean, they have to be good at sports. Like, that's yeah. the thing they have to do. There's something about that culture which is extremely, like, I got to be better. Huh. It's very, very Compared. charming. Like, I'll tell you a small thing that I often tell people sometimes is that if I was ever to immigrate, it wouldn't be to Australia. It would be to New Zealand. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, because, you see, like in Australia, like you go two inches, like they've got these amazing whatever. They'll kill you. And there's like a thousand ways to die in the weirdest fashion. In New what Zealand... What kind of weird... Like, no, no, just <laughs> listen. Just I mean, listen. Just listen. That's real stuff. He's talking about. I didn't know. I've seen yeah. it. I've I seen it. So when you go to New Zealand, so bored droni janwar hote. Nee nee, baat to sun. You love this bird, right? New Zealand me predator nahi hai. So their animals have gigantism. So you see like a parrot, like he's massive, right? And you know he's like so not bothered. He forgot how to fly. When two animals cross, they go to one another. Hey man, what's up? Like. 
I want to live in New Zealand, not Australia. Why you go? Even with all your sprays, whatever, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. kill you. But the thing uh, is, no, but there's also cultural difference. I mean, I don't massive. know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, how much you can derive so, from cricket teams, so, but over the years, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a humility there's a, there's and, a and quality there's and massive. charm and class uh, uh, to the, the to the Kiwis. Just, uh, like this is the defining thing. Just the way they treat their Aboriginal people is fundamentally different. different. Mm. Yeah, in their incorporated rights. So in that way, in that way, Pakistan and India sort of are are not a good parallel to Australia and New Zealand because both your countries treat minorities like like like, like uh, the way they do. Do you want me to say the word? No, okay, I don't. Right. That's, that's why I deliberately sort of you know preempted that. <laughs> yeah. But but I suspect no, no, Pakistan and India are much more similar than Australia and New Zealand. Huh? I agree. In, amongst themselves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both are But but here's what I don't get: Why are they different? I mean, they're both islands, yeah. and they're next next door to each other. One's like, bigger than the other. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's hugely bigger. No, no, no. They had to negotiate with the Maori people because the Maori tribe was a fighting tribe. They fought. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So that's why they still have the Maori culture. They have the, they teach the language, man. What's that dance? Uh, her, I forget the name, but it's amazing. Harvey that Krishna? war dance. No. <laughs> <laughs> Almost brought it back to Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, they, they, they teach their kids the language. Right? I, I want to ask you. I would sorry. love my kid to learn, uh, you know, their some Aboriginal language. Ek to tum liberal log na, like just you want to learn other people's culture. What about your own culture? I want to learn my own culture as well, man. Okay. I just ordered a Balochi instrument. I got it. My, uh, got it. I have it now. What's the instrument called? Dambura. Dambura. Yeah, Dambura. Dambura. Yeah, it's the one that Faz Baloch used to play. Really? Yeah. Our our good friend Oh my god. No, but that's great because I see a lot of certain well not a lot of, I mean my sample size is small, but you know, Tamul Khan of course our good friend uh, the Sarangi sort of Sarangi, uh, who I think is bringing the Sarangi back to life. I mean he every time he plays somewhere, yeah, people are like blown away. His yeah. level of skill is yeah. like yeah. And then there's Veena. Uh, Nuri's mom uh, plays the Veena. So there's a lot of people who are trying to keep these Things old alive. instruments alive. So I'm so I'm so glad that you're picking up this. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta really get into it. And to me, a little start can you get Australia? So you're gonna self learn. Just gonna self learn it. Yeah, just from videos. You can play by ear, right? Yeah, yeah. Always played by ear. The other thing now that the other thing that I sort of strikes me in this conversation is the two of you are actually from two what I would what I always think are two really amazing educational uh, traditions you're from Edward uh, College yeah. in Peshawar and you're from St. Mary's Alvalpindi yeah and I've said this to you before, maybe separately, but... What's amazing about St. Mary? Well, uh, well, you guys. I mean, I look at just your class. Right? I mean, I'm thinking, Suhaib Kiani, you, uh, you know, Khurram uh, Bakar, who's the sort of, uh, you know, Kiaska, who's the founder or guitarist. Like, that's a lot of talent in, like, a small sample size, right? And, and a few years back and forth, you, you have a similar story. Like, one of the finest Water psychologists science. and, and psychiatrists in the country comes from, you know... St. Mary's Vital Science is also... Home exactly, home. Vital Science came out of St. Mary's mm-hmm. and with you, like every, I mean the most talented people in advertising for some reason end yeah. up being from Edwards. I, I don't know what is up with that school. <laughs> but here's the question, yeah. if you go back to your alma mater today, do you find 
the next Opie or the next Fasizaka. My, my contention is you don't. Like something has fundamentally oh, changed okay. in our landscape. They're too nice to them then. No, I, I don't know what yeah, it is. They were nice to us. Well, no, I think it's, huh. it's, actually, it's actually the emergence of so many other private sector options oh, that, you know, the quality, the pool of quality actually, available to these really schools. that's really interesting what you're saying because the other is that there was a structure, at least for me, there was a structure where those of us who didn't make it to medical engineering colleges, then you had a really vibrant BA, which we did. It was extremely exciting, lots of people talking to one another. And I still, actually now, if I look at it today, there are more formalized options. Like, that first we had to create, but now there are many, many more. But I do agree that there are many more institutions now. There's a dissipation, and that's to a disadvantage in one way to students as well. Because, I mean, I think colleges are great, but you learn so much from your peers who are also exploring. And if you go back now thinking, what stupid stuff I said and, you know, what stupid stuff... But that all stuff helps you grow, essentially. Uh, it's really bad, you know, having uh, <coughs> that But I just wanted to ask one quick question. So, one of the things, right, and this is for you, Umar. Yeah. One of the things that recently, uh, you know, I told Musharraf, and he's the only other person I've met, hmm. right? Like, I'm a huge fan of this song, Night Train by Guns N' Roses. Right? Like, I think it's, it's my... So I sent this thing out on Twitter and he's the only one who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it It's the, the greatest song ever. I think it's the greatest song ever. I mean, it is ever. absolutely... Yeah, Night Train and I, I have to choose between Night Train and Rocket Queen for some reason. Because I love Rocket Queen as well. Oh, huh. Unbelievable. But, so, so, so based on what you've done, or Puri Dunyam, rock truly is dying. It's dead. Young it's already kids dead. Don't, yeah, young kids don't like they don't, it. They don't understand it. And we've become uh, essentially we, dinosaurs. The dinosaurs. Uh, which, uh, aapke, yeah, by the way, speaking of dinosaurs, Dino, Dino Jr., that song with the five guitars at the beginning. Do you remember the song? Oh, what a song. Uh, anyway. But, but yeah. this is... Do you, now this, I, I, I read a lot about this, can it be revived, yes, of course. But it seems to be overwhelmingly pessimistic. Mm-hmm. I, I read a theory once, mm-hmm. right? And it was actually on a comment board and I just want to put it by you to, yeah. to see if you believe this. But I found it very interesting. The guy said that rock was killed by grunge in a different way than grunge was like the antithesis of what was the okay. established music but what he said was that his interpretation was totally different mm. he said before rock was big stadium long hair shirtless gold whatever excess excess excess, excess. Yeah. grunge came about mm. flannel shirts toned it down minimized everything yeah. and then the only guys left and also that, three chords right like uh, I mean, uh, so right. and yeah. now in some cases not, but yeah. So okay. now the only people left who do this massive excess that you want to aspire to are rappers, are R&B, are pop singers. That and attitude that, is transformed. That attitude is another genre. Uh, and uh, that uh, it never recovered. Do you think there's any truth in this? Well, the first thing that I can begin to slightly disagree with is grunge wasn't homo- homogenous at, at all. Like if you look at Soundgarden and Alice in Chains, they were really heavy bands. They were like almost metal bands. Or, uh, you know, with the screaming and with the heavy guitar riffs and everything. But if you look at the other side, which is, well, there's a lot of small bands that we don't really talk about, Seattle scene, Kid. Like if you look at the big two, which is Nirvana and uh, Pearl Jam, maybe, 
But even those are two really fundamental. I mean, Pearl yeah, Jam to is. me is folk music. Oh, I mean, it, it really, you know. Whereas, whereas like Alice in Chains was borderline metal. Metal. Uh, and, and Sometimes they weren't. They were psychedelic. And, and Soundgarden was bluesy. Like STP and Soundgarden were more bluesy than they were like metal. But no? they would go into psychedelic as well. And sure. Come back. But, yeah, yeah. but, but, but they would go up area of but then they formed Mad Season and they had their own, you know, combo things mm. happening. Wow, the greatest combo of ever, of course. Temple of the Dog. Temple of the Dog. Like so I I don't know, but you know what what I can agree with is that huh, that whole aura of excess and you know the metal rock star thing hmm. which some of my friends still live with <laughs> is it was broken. Like the darkness, they saw it as comic. They saw it as final fantasy. That's the only way it can be done now. Justifiably, you can only justify it as a as a satire of metal. Which is which is really strange. I mean Vince Neil was real, but today the only manifest you're absolutely right. The only manifestations of something like Vince Neil are as a parody. It's it's a mockery. That's like the 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 metal parody. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Or the darkness, which is more But they weren't a parody. They were actually trying to do it. But people started liking it. I mean, I guess the real thing is like you could never have a Judas Priest today. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is sad because. Or a Zeppelin. Which is very yeah, exactly. yeah, that that's tragic. But I mean, not having a, a like a Judas is like you know, I mean Rob Halford and that scream. Is, huh? I mean, defining sort of you know, go uh, overtly rebellious or go sara. Achha, so, but but here's the thing, and this is I know that you guys are gonna attack me for this. I'm not sure that uh, that really. Okay, sorry to be, be, be honest, stay on like, that. Come on with that cockiness of yours. Self, no, I don't have it. I'm a very humble person. You guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. Let, let me ask you this. Do you, have you heard the the newest Justin Bieber album? Serious answer. No, no. I've heard the songs because, because you can't avoid it because you go to the shopping centers. So have you heard? I mean, have you heard the album? I mean, not the album, but the singles. How many? How many of them? Maybe two. Right. Maybe two. I've heard. One I've heard two. the album like multiple. Anyway, I mean, TV show and one in this. So straight up, in terms of talent and yeah. in terms of slickness of production. Yeah. I mean, the last he is unbelievable in this album. Gotcha. I mean, his lyrics are okay. Are is powerful. He, is he honest? Yeah, so that's the question. That's what I was building up <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was like such a prat. No, no, no. Yeah. No, I can be buy, fair. I can buy that thing. Be yeah. fair. No, no. Listen to me. Be fair and give this album a listen. And we'll come back to this. But I th- so my argument is this. I love Lady Gaga for what she's doing. Me too. She's really talented and she knows how to play the system. I like Rihanna a lot as well. Rihanna, I haven't really heard a lot of Rihanna, yeah. but yeah. As he bought I think that the composition and the teams that work with these guys, the first thing we need to remember is that we writers. have... They're not writers. Exactly. Yeah. We have like now, these yeah. artists are being produced by like literally teams massive of teams. Was of it just one random thing then? If I think there is a genius out there, it's Kanye West. His Absolutely. music is phenomenal. I, and I don't like rap. Uh, but I listen to it and I think, just the, what a mind. Just the whole what a range. No, no, he's next level. Yeah. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, the creativity that we romanticize about, 
has a lot to do with the age that we were when we first heard that stuff. Of I, what I'm saying is that, you know, the 16-year-old today, when they hear Bieber, and especially this latest album, they're going to be like, oh, wow, this is so intense, so much talent, so much intensity, right? So I think a lot of this also has to do with maybe a slightly unfair thing that we're doing, which is that we're associating our own youth and what made us feel good at a we're young age. To, totally. We're, we're infusing that with value that maybe is totally not there. I agree. You, you need okay. to move out yeah. there. Like, I mean, why do you like Night Train so much? I don't know. The it first, takes you back, bro. It takes me back. That's what it is. It takes you back. Uh, it does uh. take you back. That's a big factor. And we need to uh, We need to get over that fascination your early up to teenage. Uh, oh, but one thing I like about but, Night Train is it captures a feeling. So when he says, smoking my cigarette in style, right? The way that I, line is uh, delivered, uh, I just think it's timeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I hear it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. do you know what I think? What? I think, why did I quit? <laughs> it's gonna be you know how long it's gonna be it's gonna be eight years okay, on March 1st Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah yeah, Dutch word uh, eight, not one not one drag since yeah. well I don't know eight yeah. years I know people who've quit for 15 years yeah. and then started yeah, yeah. Again. so I always I think for two years and gone back so yeah. that's, I'm, that's so I'm I, I never you, say you pretty much won't compare well, to where I yeah, yeah, yeah but I, 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 I never say again. I never say that I've quit. I always say I haven't had that one is, uh-huh. since. That's a very good way to do it. Uh-huh. Because I think as as soon as you tell yourself That's you're going to say self-deprecating again, but as soon as you tell yourself you've achieved something, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna release the pressure, and you might be like, you know, I've uh, conquered this beast, so I'll have a drag, you know. Yeah. And that's the beginning of the end again. Yeah. So we should wrap up now because we tried to tell people that we're going to keep these short. <laughs> we hadn't done that on the record but yeah. now that you have we're at uh, yeah we could we could definitely uh, yeah. wrap up it's been a phenomenal experience talking to you as always uh, Umar yeah. uh, thanks for being so open and honest I, I, I thought I, I also just want to say I met yeah. you for the first time and I really enjoyed myself thank you thanks man for it was great meeting you yeah, yeah thanks a lot yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope you'll come back again and when... you as well yeah. <laughs> that's very kind <laughs> uh, so ladies and gentlemen uh, as always uh, hit us up with your feedback on Twitter or on SoundCloud yeah. uh, we're thinking about but yeah. it should be positive <laughs> <laughs> I like positive feedback <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, the other thing we should do is uh, we're thinking of we're thinking of rebranding or renaming yes. uh, or rechristening uh, yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we're thinking, uh, yeah, we're not going to say what we're thinking, but yeah. if people have their, you know, people have ideas, let yeah. us let us know what you, what you think. We're also looking at different. But again, so, be positive. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's all from me. Thank you so much uh, for listening. And inshallah, look forward to uh, talking to you again real soon. Thank you so much. And we all look forward to uh, being with you again. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm so glad to be part of the show. Hope you enjoyed it. And talk to you soon. Oh, final final word. The opening and closing uh, music uh, for this podcast uh, is directly from a song by Adil Umar and Talal Qureshi. Uh, they, Adil is the premier sort of rapper in the country. Talal is one of the finest uh, DJs in the country. Uh, give their music a listen. Uh, we're really grateful uh, that they allowed us to use this music. Well, buy their music, listen to their music, whatever. But what I would say is, if you are a musician uh, of any sort, of any kind of genre, and you would like uh, your stuff to be played 
on this uh, podcast. We would love to do that for you, so please uh, get in Absolutely. touch. Fussy, as you all know, is, is a bona fide sort of music critic and aficionado, uh, so he'll be able to tell how good you are. Uh, but regardless, uh, we, we really believe in Pakistani talent, uh, and we really believe in young talent, and so it would be phenomenal to, to hear from you. Uh, send us your stuff. Because we're know. patriots. That's that's harsh, man. That's that's unfair. Anyway, so from the Patriot and the other Patriots and the third Patriot, Salam Alaikum. Australian Tota or a Australian Patriot. Or a New Zealander Patriot. Uh, we hope you have at least one tenth as much fun as we did. Uh, talk to you again real soon. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.